0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts, and this is season four, episode thirty-two of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We are looking at Doctrine, not Doctrine Covenants, Moses, uh, chapter seven, in the week of January the twenty-fourth to January the thirtieth. Apologies for that, old habits, I guess, from uh, the year twenty twenty-one. Yes, uh, we are continuing in Moses seven from uh, the verse, um, which is going to be verse um, thirty six. Uh, in verse thirty six, uh, we continue from where we left off yesterday, where the Lord is explaining to Enoch why he can weep, why he is weeping um, over the creations that of of the of God's children. Um, how they are treating each other violently and how they are not caring for one another and how they are being very cruel and and, and hard and harsh to, all, to, to, to each other. Uh, in verse 36, uh, we then get an idea of just how uh, difficult the situation is right now uh, on the earth uh, with Enoch's brethren who are not of the city of Zion. It says, Wherefore, I can stretch forth mine hands and hold all the creations which I have made and mine eye can pierce them also, and among all the workmanship of mine hands there has not been so great wickedness as among thy brethren. This is uh, the verse which um, members of the church use to suggest that the earth upon which we live, um, the inhabitants of it are, is, is the most wicked uh, kind of planet uh, that's, that God has created. I mean, obviously we don't have... Um, A clear understanding and idea of just what life is like in all of God's creations. Uh, But it does give us a sense of understanding of just how important our Saviour's Atomans is uh, and why uh, it is so important that we we learn of it uh, and apply it into our lives. We then continue on a bit further uh, and we go to verse 41 And it says, And it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Enoch and told Enoch all the doings of the children of men. Wherefore Enoch knew and looked upon their wickedness and their misery and wept and stretched forth his arms, and his heart swelled wide as, as eternity, and his bowels yearned, and all eternity shook. How powerful is that? Um, Enoch starts to get an understanding and perspective on what the Lord was talking about, the feelings that the Lord was referring to. His heart swelling wide as eternity. I mean, just just beautiful language that. Um, it reminds me and of the the linked verse in the footnotes in Mosiah twenty eight verse three, where it said about the sons of Mosiah. Now they were desirous that salvation should be declared to every creature, for they could not bear that any human soul should perish. Yea, even the very thought that any soul should endure an endless torment did cause them to quake and tremble. I mean. This is just incredible charity and love, something which we should all um, aspire to uh, in terms of things to aspire to in our lives. This is one that you know we should be able, that we should do, uh, is to have that same love and charity and concern that the sons of Mosiah and now Enoch, who is going through this experience, uh, had uh, as he did this. Remember what we said yesterday about how Enoch began this whole experience being very happy with himself. Um, not necessarily in a prideful way, but just in a way that he was pleased that his brethren had had repented and that they were um, that the people of the city of Zion were to be like um, translated and kept apart from the wickedness in the world. But now he's realizing just how important it is to look out beyond the, the walls of Zion and reach out to those beyond those walls as well despite, um, you know, what they may say or how they may reject or may not reject what he would, what he would teach them. So the Lord continues um, to, to help him understand through these feelings. And he also shows that Enoch further things, including Noah and his family and the posterity of the sons of Noah that would survive the flood. He saw the ark um, and he saw the flood swallow up these um, the, the, this wickedness. And again, you know, you have to wonder what would Enoch's um, feeling have been about this before he had a sense of the feelings that, that, that the Lord did. But in verse 44, it says, um, And as Enoch saw this, he had bitterness of soul and wept over his brethren and said unto the heavens, I will refuse to be comforted. For the Lord said unto Enoch, lift up your heart and be glad and look. This is, again, very, very beautiful. Um Despite the feelings of sorrow and disappointment and despair, um, the Lord also knows that there is a way, that there is a plan, and he is teaching Enoch that no matter how disappointing and difficult it is to see um, his fellow children of um, God go through these difficult choices and make wrong choice after wrong choice, um, there is a way. A Maxwell uh, spoke about this and said, "'If Enoch had not looked and been spiritually informed,' He would have seen the human condition in isolation from the grand reality. If God were not there, Enoch's why would have been become an unanswered scream of despair. Close quote. But we do know that Enoch was shown uh, what the result was. We do know that Enoch was able to look up and see uh, what would happen uh, to help and preserve uh, mankind physically and spiritually. In verse 45, Enoch says, When shall the day of the Lord come? When shall the blood of the righteous be shed, that all they that mourn may be sanctified and have eternal life? The Lord answers um, Enoch's question in the next verse and shares that the Lord will come in the meridian of time. Um, and and then um, in verse 47 it says, And behold, Enoch saw the day of the coming of the Son of Man, even in the, in the flesh, and his soul rejoiced. The righteous is lifted up, and the lamb is slain, from the foundation of the world, and through faith, I and through faith, I am in the bosom of the Father, and behold, Zion is with me. Um, so Enoch sees that the Savior does come, and that He will come uh, to the earth as a as a in, in a physical body, but that He would also be sacrificed and crucified. Um, this then, of course, leads to great um, suffering and, and woe from the earth. And in fact, um the earth itself then responds in verse 48 uh, to the Saviour's crucifixion. In verse 48 it says, And it came to pass that Enoch looked upon the earth, and he heard a voice from the bowels thereof, saying, Woe, woe is me, the mother of men. I am pained, I am weary because of the wickedness of my children. When shall I rest and be cleansed from the filthiness which has gone forth out of me? When will my my creator sanctify me that I may rest and righteousness for a season abide upon my face? And when Enoch heard the earth mourn, he wept and cried unto the Lord saying, O Lord, wilt thou now not have compassion upon the earth? Wilt thou not bless the children of of Noah? Um, This is particularly fascinating because we learn about the earth being um, part of this process, part of this plan uh, and that... The earth seems to have some sort of um, sense about what is happening. Um, Joseph Fielding Smith uh, explained, quote, The Lord here informs us that the earth on which we dwell is a living thing, and that the time must come when it will be sanctified from all unrighteousness. Close quote. So, you know, it's fascinating because we know, obviously, that the earth has been baptised in water uh, through the flood of Noah, We know that there will be a baptism of fire with the Holy Ghost. Um, And that is also kind of the, you could also refer to the celestial process, uh, how the earth will become as glass, which we read in Doctrine and Covenants. Um, You know, there's just some really interesting symbolism when it comes to the earth. But um, all of this, of course, is looking at how Enoch is trying to understand just all these things that he's being shown, what that means for all of the children of men, or the children of God, I should say. Um, we will continue this tomorrow and in the last couple of days we'll have a look at kind of the resolution uh, of the Lord and what will happen with the Saviour's sacrifice and what that means for us and also then what Enoch learns from this overall thank you so much for listening today please do join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me and uh, let me know what you've been studying with this great chapter thank you so much for your time and until we meet again